0: sevenesque band
1: and the, the futures rock and roll welcome to dong tei episode 48. On today's show, Stephanie is terrified by a suspected intruder. Simone explains how Arby's can make you feel funny in your private area, and don't try to say she sells seashells by the seashore if you have a lisp. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello,
2: Stephanie. How are you, Dong?
1: I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong, Simone?
2: I'm Dong great, thank you. I had a full weekend i would say my mother-in-law was visiting and we did a bunch of stuff um on uh, saturday we went to the aids life cycle which is like these people were cycling from san francisco to la over the past seven days so we went because yeah. roddy um the keyboard player from faith no more was uh, cycling in it so we wanted to go over and greet him because we know we are friends with him so Aww. we wanted to be like yay roddy because that's so fucking insane to do that to Ride from fucking San Francisco, so really? yeah. So we went down there, but it was such a madhouse of people, and you know people are just flying in on bikes. It was really hot, so we didn't actually end up finding him. But I did find Ryan Jones, your beloved Yay! friend Ryan Jones. Yay! So that was super exciting because I knew he was gonna be there, and I I stalked him on Facebook. Well, I, I saw that I looked when you told me he was doing it. I I found his Facebook, and I said I wanted I was gonna be there, and he you know he told me to look for their their, their Outfits that they were wearing because he was in a team, and then when I was there, I got on Facebook and, and I was like stalking out the outfits and the pictures that he was <laughs> tagged in, and I saw these other guys with that. I was like, mm, I think that's the same stuff. And that's so, I went so good. Them and they pointed me in the right direction. So, but yeah, it was super exciting to meet Ryan. I didn't get to hang out with him enough, but yeah, I'm glad we got to at least get that initial meeting. Over, so. I
1: Yay! love him so much. I know
2: you do, and you love to read things that he writes because he's oh. hilarious.
1: I do so, love to read. <laughs> Yes. right oh my god
2: we definitely do for another ryan and uh, ryan piece in, in the show.
1: i think we are um yes. when i was pregnant with judah a really long time ago obviously like 10 years ago he <laughs> ryan says to me stephanie what if your baby's head is so ginormous that the doctors have to cut your musty <laughs>
2: my thighs together as i hear this <laughs>
1: oh. i should put the picture on the site of him and me that night we we're at the makeout room in san francisco and i was like drinking shirley temples
2: uh-huh yeah so after after the life cycle uh, event we went to um uh, heidecker and wood uh tim heidecker and Devin wood did, did a show at bootleg theater and it was so exciting because we had a listener come up and she was all excited to meet me, Listener Sam so hi Listener Sam, it was a delight as I told you in person and I mean it so yeah but it was funny because she was being all shy and I'm like you don't have to be (laughs) shy to talk to me or Greg because you know we don't like that so yeah so it was very exciting so yay please come and talk to us, we need it, we need the the ego boost, at least I do do you need it? (laughs) Oh yeah yeah we totally need it Yeah. so thank you Sam for that (laughs) <laughs> totally. Um, and then the, here's the thing I want to talk about that I noticed while we were at that show. So I got really, really, really drunk um, because too much wine was purchased. I didn't mean to do this. I wasn't the one buying the wine, but I was supposed to be going in on it and more was purchased than I anticipated. So I was very drunk and I was going to the piss a lot. And then I go on time... And the sink like who are these filthy whores that keep putting paper towel into the sink like who has not been annoyed and disgusted by that they're gonna just be part of that problem who the fuck does it what are you doing with the paper towel that you're like doing it over the sink and then just leaving it there and letting the water run on that are you disgusted and annoyed by this
1: I don't think I've ever noticed that outside of like a state park bathroom or somewhere just really low rent. Really? You know, I feel it's always, I th- at, it's
2: always at clubs, at venues, and bars and things. Huh. That's where this is always happening. Is it some? Do people get so drunk and crazy that they can't control themselves with the paper towel and it just somehow ends up in the sink as they? I don't. I don't understand it, but. Yeah, wow. but I was so drunk that I actually... I like
1: that you were so drunk that you were still able to be upset about this, though. <laughs> you yeah! so drunk that you didn't care about well, the no, paper Well, no, I was toilet. so drunk,
2: though, that usually, I mean, I'm too disgusted to do anything about it, but I took another big wad of toilet paper and grabbed it out of there. Uh, and took it out, which usually I never do, because I'm just so like, <laughs> yeah yuck! <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I dealt with it. Uh, that's how drunk I was. But I don't understand what goes on that that ends up in there, it's just... There's
1: nothing grosser bathroom. than club bathrooms. Like, I would rather be in any bathroom than at, like a club bathroom. Yeah. Probably.
2: I think you're probably right. There are some discussing. We were in a place in Miami once, and I mm. held onto my pee for about six hours because <laughs> the one bath, female bathroom that's was available was like flooding. We only had mm. one, one, one toilet in it, and I was just like, i'm just gonna have to hold it and it was like the venue was in the middle of nowhere there was nothing around that you would go to or anything so it was oh it was a nightmare but yeah i was really really miserable that night but anyway now how was your weekend hopefully not filled with soggy paper towels <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, my weekend was very Twin Peaksy because we went out to um, Mount Rainier because there was a Rainier Valley Film Festival, uh-huh. and that's it sounded kind of exciting. But it was out like past the cell phone towers, like the smallest Uh-oh. town. Yeah, there's no cell reception, and that was fine. Like I, you know, I wasn't expecting that, but it's kind of nice. Like. To, to say okay I can't I just can't I'm camping I'm roughing it I cannot make or receive calls or text oh. so we pull up to the, the hotel and it was so funny because it had that lettering in it you know that you know just the hotel gas station lettering and it says welcome Rainier Valley Film Festival and David yes. goes and spinal tap <laughs> like <laughs> like that scene where they're like pulling up to um yeah i can't remember who it was the like cats or something had been playing and spinal tap at, at the yes. day's Inn or something so or ho- holiday Inn. um so anyway we were out there and it's so it's june right and it was probably like 45 degrees and it was like completely misty and and totally foggy and feel it felt like november so um that's kind of crazy because i know you're in la and it's super hot probably right yes, now but um Everyone's been calling it January up here, because I'm still wearing my coat like I did in January. Oh! I still wear it to work. I know. Horrifying. It's weird. Uh, but I don't mind it, like I kind of like it, but it is kind of weird, and today it was sunny and everyone freaked out, you know, everyone yeah. gets out and then, you know, all the news stations are like, retweet this if you're happy about the sunshine, Oh god, <laughs> like it's <unfollow>. so depressing. <laughs>
2: God, the whole city of Seattle needs to be just picked up and moved south, you know?
1: But we like it.
2: I know. But everyone, why is everyone getting so excited every time the sun comes out? Treat if you're happy. Because, because it's, it's exciting.
1: Because getting... it doesn't happen that often. Yeah, because you don't normally have it. Yeah, you want yeah. it. You
2: people want it.
1: But, we, but then when it's sunny too long, I get nervous and like I want it to be cloudy again.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. It kind of
1: bums me out. It's just a matter of what you're used to, I guess. Who can
2: be bummed out by sun?
1: <laughs> it's so hot. It makes you feel like you have to be out being productive. Um, yeah, I like it when it's cloudy because it's like permission for me to stay in and be lazy.
2: Ah! See, that's you probably why well, I'm afraid in. of it. I'm trying to get away it from just the feels darkness cozy. because I so easily slip into that. It's winter. I don't have to do anything. Oh. Ah. ah. Very interesting. You see, you're using the weather as a- as a- you're hiding behind it. Interesting. I am. I think you are. Really? Well, hide, hide I- because- your lack of productivity but you are very productive
1: no but right? I'm, I'm way too productive is my problem that this is a a way for me to take care of myself and stay inside and rest right right
2: so, so you think you'd be even more productive if it was sunny and then you'd be tired
1: yeah my anxiety was worse before i moved here like wow. i was just always so busy and the doctor's like you need to slow down you know so yeah but
2: also you moved away from your parents
1: <laughs> that helped i'm sure it is <laughs> just blame it
2: on the sun (laughs) oh
1: god have mercy real so anyway we got back yesterday and um david had to go record so lolly was in bed and she was totally asleep and it was probably pretty late it was like 10 at night and judah should have been asleep but he wasn't he was in here reading with me and um so we started to hear crazy noises in the kitchen like things started like things falling off and like Falling off counters, being thrown around. It sounded like someone was throwing CDs at the wall. And it Sounds like, like at first, I was, oh, I know, well, that's what I was thinking. And then I was like, Someone break in? What's happening? Did I leave windows open? What is it? And it just kept going randomly. And then there was like a big loud one, I'm like, shit. And Judah was really scared. And I was so calm and I was like, That's okay. I'm just going to call daddy. And he happened to answer. Like, I never expect him to answer when he's in the studio. He wasn't yeah. even practicing his recording. So it was a big deal. But I'm like, David, I think someone might have broken in, or there are poltergeists or something. need you to come over now. And he goes, David, you know, is busy. Is in the middle of tracking something, and he's like, can you just call the police like a normal person? <laughs> I'm like, no, I want you to come home. And he goes, okay. So we came home and Judah and I were like huddled together here under the covers, and and Jude was like, "Will you lock the door?" So I locked the bedroom door, you know, and and he's like, "Turn out the light so that they get, the robbers can't see the light underneath the crack of the door." And so we're we're sitting there, and I'm like, "It's okay." And I was I was actually being really really calm, but then he could feel like my heart was life? beating really. Yes, yeah. he could, he's like, "I can feel your heart beating really really fast, mommy." So um, David finally comes home, and and I hear him, you know, go into the kitchen, and we're like, "Yeah, he's here, he's here, he's here." And, um, so, so I waited a minute and didn't hear him getting stabbed or shot or anything. And I go, so we go up there and I go, what was it? And he goes, you left this pan of eggs boiling on the stove and they exploded all over everywhere. (laughs) So the big crash I had heard was the lid of the pan flying off. And it was in like the far corner of the kitchen. And there was like bits of shell and really hard scorched yolk wow. everywhere, and their house totally awesome. I totally called that. was
2: like Ghostbusters with the eggs like frying on the countertop.
1: I forgot about that. Yes. You are oh, Dana you did Barrett. call it. No Dana, I was so relieved. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't think of that. That would freak me out worse. So that was my exciting event for the weekend. That's
2: hilarious! What was David doing? <laughs> just fucking hell! Like, how far away was he?
1: He was at Phil's house. It was like five miles or something. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so he just he just went back to <laughs> went back to practice, oh, and he okay. wasn't mad or anything. He was really nice about it. So that that's was good.
2: good. We have good husbands like that.
1: I know they put up with a lot.
2: They do. They definitely do. Now, we've had a bit of a backlog of Taco Bell news the last few weeks that we haven't got to, so uh, do you wanna wanna open? You had some fresh Taco Bell news that I was not aware of, I believe.
1: That's right, it's always a risk that you would see this Taco Bell news since it's all over everything, or I'm afraid it will be, so um, here we go. Here is
2: another installment of Taco Bell news. Taco Bell news.
1: Think outside the bun. A corrections officer in Indiana allegedly used Taco Bell wrappers to sneak drugs into prison over the course of his year-long employment. Officers at the facility arrested Wilbur on Wednesday as he attempted to bring in marijuana and suboxone, a narcotic hidden in black electrical tape surrounded by the fast food wrappers, cops said. He was charged with marijuana possession, trafficking with an inmate, and dealing controlled substances, all felonies. And it kind of surprised me that marijuana possession is a felony in Indiana that's yeah. kind of crazy but anyway they had mugshot of him and he did not look like a winner <laughs> it was like exactly what you would think that wow. someone who would do this would look like yeah that's so fucking funny I love that I I my, but my first question actually about all that was like they get Taco Bell in prison it's prison you're not supposed to get things like Taco Bell
2: I think there's that's a two luxury. complete different ways of looking at that <laughs> it's like yeah they're in prison they get Taco Bell <laughs>
1: supposed to lay around and get Taco Bell in prison? <laughs> That's yes,
2: how I saw it. they living like lap of luxury in there. Our tax <laughs> dollars are putting hot sauce in those motherfuckers' mouths.
1: Oh, the clever We're not supposed titles. to be rewarding
2: them, we're supposed to be rehabilitating them. <laughs> I bet everyone in that cell block has had a volcano taco. But every one of them. Oh,
1: I haven't even had a volcano taco.
2: Oh, they're good. Sort of. It has a. it has a really unusual sauce like I don't know it's you know those ones that are very you know like with the nacho cheese you get if you buy it at the ballpark and it's just like out of a pump it's sort of a sauce equivalent of that it doesn't feel as fresh as some other things on their menu and I did say it but I just said that there are some fresh things on their menu you know they're having this whole fancy uh, menu coming up like it's supposed to be yeah, this must have like cilantro rice and black beans, and they're trying to go Stop like there's it. a whole. Yes, it's going to have like a Chipotle type element to it. Oh, so,
1: please. Nice yeah. try, Taco Bell. We always be there know what your true roots are. I think it's going to try try. It. Gonna be a vegetarian burrito. I will too. going to
2: try it. <gasps> oh, that's good. it that definitely be it's worth reporting. It'd be great if this came in by July when we're together, and then we can do another yeah. taste test on the air. <gasps> so yeah. good. Okay. So okay, what's I your Taco talk Bell name? My Taco Bell name. i had it for a few weeks, but here it is. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> this guy rammed his car into a taco bell because they <laughs> forgot his 99 cent taco <laughs> 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 the drive-thru employee said he was already peeling his tires being cute whatever he was on and came through and got his food we forgot a taco we realized we forgot it he was very sarcastic and rude the drive-thru said although she was apologetic and tried to fix the, his order, the man snatched the taco from her, whipped oh. around the corner, and drove his truck into the front entrance. It's like they already fixed it. He was just looking for fucking trouble. Wow. Oh,
1: the entitlement. I know, the entitlement was 99 cent
2: taco. <laughs> gosh. And they tracked him down, the police tracked him down because of the leaky fluids he left behind at the crash scene. oh <laughs> Fucking fool. But the scariest thing about this is that it came with a link to the best, the thirty best taco-related crimes ever. So, yeah, I'm just gonna have to start. What are they? We're gonna start parceling those out over the coming weeks because otherwise we'll talk about nothing but tacos this this episode. (laughs) So they'll be they'll be uh, trickling out as uh, as the weeks go by, listener. But yeah, stay tuned for more Taco Bell news. So, you know, it's isn't Taco Bell, but it's fast food, so I feel like it's relevant. But Arby's, this is so great, you'll love this so much. I hope you haven't heard it already. Arby's so. urinal scalds men's genitals, lawsuit oh. claims. Oh. <laughs>
1: wow, how did that happen? Well. What was he doing to the urinal?
2: nothing i think he was just peeing in it like he's supposed to um a lawsuit has been filed against an arby's in monument colorado by a man claiming his genitals were burned to the point of malfunction by the restaurant's urinal
1: (laughs) what kind of malfunction are we talking about like you can't pee
2: it doesn't specify sadly i'm gonna just say an erection so, uh, Kenneth DeJoy alleges that, th- that a jet of steam suddenly shot up at his private parts as he was using the urinal, burning them severely. When he informed an employee of the mishap, DeJoy says he was told that the, the quote, bathroom problem, end quote, has occurred before and, quote, oh. happens when the sink in the kitchen is running, end quote. Oh. <laughs> so we wow. knew about it. The incident supposedly took place two years ago. The Aurora resident is seeking an undisclosed amount in damages for, quote, financial losses and as a result of his injuries, not being able to have sex with his wife. Wow. Yes. And Arby's statement is as follows. Uh, Arby's releases a statement reassuring customers, quote, that we are committed to providing quality food in a safe (laughs) and healthy environment, end quote, but could not discuss the incident in question while the matter is in litigation. What the fuck? We're committed to providing quality food. Well, I mean, they so look at not. their fucking shitty food. So already, that now tells us a lot about their commitment to safety and health. Clearly, a man oh. burned his penis.
1: Did fuck. they not see super size me? <laughs> wow.
2: So yeah, so there's a uh, there's a uh, Arby's uh, cock burning. So thanks for that.
1: <laughs> cock, burning. cock burning. That just makes you think of Bruce Cockburn. I always love that name
2: it's coburn did you know what that's how you say it yes when i was in and- <laughs> scotland we were trying to go to this baked potato shop know and it was on cockburn and so i get in the cab i was like oh we need to go to cockburn and he's like a coburn and, oh. and i'm like what and then my friends that i was meeting also thought it was cockburn and greg was the only one because he had some singer that he knew whose last name was Coburn, but it was spelled. It was cock probably Burn.
1: Bruce Coburn. <laughs> that, probably. Be, be sure and tell him that I've been calling him the wrong thing all these years.
2: Yes, Cockburn. But I mean, what a name, Burning Cock.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. He's the one that sang the Wonder Years theme song. The, oh, I have thought that was little help for my friend.
2: I thought that was Joe Cocker. That, no, that oh, Joe that
1: Parker. is that is totally different person. <laughs> sorry, sorry, God. But there's I'm still a cock hearted. in the name. All I can think about is cock, guys.
2: Yes. <sighs> How many cock singers are there? We must list all the cock singers.
1: <laughs> what did um, Greg say about Milton Burl that you were texting me about this weekend?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was he was announcing to, to me and his mother that Milton... Because we were watching a 90210 episode that had Milton bull in it. And uh, and he said that uh, Milton Berle had the biggest <laughs> cock in Hollywood. He was famous for it. <laughs> and then I texted this to you and you said, you heard he used to flop it out at parties. And said, what do you think of this big boy?
1: I told you I was thinking about Milton Berle's penis just today. That's
2: right.
1: Said, just today. In all caps, she texted. this. I I did that part was had caps lock. Then I said, apparently he used to flop it out on the table and say, "So what do you think of the old boy?"
2: (laughs) You really want to see his cock now? Oh boy!
1: There has to be some kind of memorabilia for that. Oh my (laughs) god! There has to be. There has to be plaster casters.
2: Um, Now, taking things down to a somber notch, uh, you had something about the crossing church and some fucked up Uh, Facebook thing they
1: had. Yeah, the crossing church? Good Lord, it's this church, I think it's in Minnesota, and um, it's it's like Mars Hill, it has a different pastor, but um, it's big on gender roles, and a lot of people who comment at my blog have told me stories about how they've come out of it after they felt like it was pretty controlling. Um, and after they left the church the other members of the church were instructed not to talk to them at all anymore right. so that yeah. that's kind of what we're dealing with here But, um, yeah. so this woman who had left this place um, she said she still looks at their Facebook page from time to time and she was really concerned about this one um, Facebook post that a woman wrote and here's what it says on the Crossing Church's page she, she wrote Well, I couldn't make it tonight for prayer and worship. I ask for your prayers and help. I've spent half the night fighting with my fiancé, listening to him degrade me and humiliate me in front of my boys, not to mention throw literally my last $20 out the window. I then begged and pleaded with him to stay when he said he was leaving me, even though deep down I think he should leave. Please help me in prayer to God that I get the courage to stand up for myself and what is right for not only me but for my boys. Thank you. And so the Crossing Church replied to this woman... Mm-hmm. praying for you right now cling to Jesus and his promises for you that he will never leave you or forsake you the bible says God is near to the brokenhearted. remember you aren't alone here's a bright spot before you go to bed tonight you didn't miss summer of revival hope you can make it tomorrow night for prayer and worship and somebody oh. liked that that's so I lame was- Horrified, And so yeah. I put it on my page. I tweeted it. And then I sent it to Matthew Paul Turner, who has the Jesus um, Needs New PR blog. And he put it on. And and yeah, just what's going on here is like extreme abuse. And like I started like tearing up thinking about her boys, you know, yeah. in that house. And, and this is their man. Their, the real dad is left. This is their father figure now treating their mom this way. Yeah. how desperate do they feel how desperate does that mom feel and the church which is supposed to be there to help you and intercede for you and be your family has this is the response and this i was is just, just such a nauseous. band-aid yeah just, like, go back <laughs> exactly to the Bible.
2: don't worry about it just oh they
1: couldn't and we're not gonna it. we're not gonna come over we're not gonna you know we're too big of a church for us to do anything for you we don't even know who you are because our church is so big so um yeah just think about this, the Summer of Revival that you didn't miss, you know, while uh, this irreparable damage. And then just moving on to something just...
2: else. See you next time. Bye.
1: Yeah. So I was so angry about this and I just had to bring it up. So. Oh,
2: that's
1: horrifying. There's that. And that apparently after like a few hours after I first read it, they had taken it down and people oh, were calling really? them out on it. Yeah. People were saying, so what are you going to do about this woman? You know, what are you guys yeah. going to do? So I'm glad. That that's not a fucking cry for so
2: help, I don't know what is.
1: There you go. God.
2: <sighs> Fabulousness. Well, I guess she may have wanted the same thing that we were talking about uh, last week, which was Who the Bleep Did I Marry? Because, you know. <laughs> 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 At least Who the Bleep is she going awesome to marry? Awesome segue. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, so you were talking last week about how you're obsessed with the show Who the Who the Bleep Did I Marry? And these women end up, you know, finding out they married to the DC sniper or the Green billy yeah. the Green so came, River an Killer man. and such and such. So I, you said it was on Netflix streaming, so I watched a couple episodes. The first one, it turned out the woman's husband was... Because remember, I said, when you said who the bleep did I marry, I thought it was going to be like, oh, my husband was so sweet, he used to open the door for me, now he just sits on the couch eating potato chips and scratching his balls. Like, I thought that's that's where you're going with it. So then I watch it, and then the picture on the cover on Netflix is just like a bride and a groom, and she's kind of looking like, oh, no, with this like deer in the head's like headlights look on her face so it's like this is already doesn't look like it's giving respect it deserves to some fucked up stories and then it starts and the and the first one is the woman's husband ended up robbing a bunch of banks like 11 banks or something so, oh, yeah. I mean, so, but it had this whole whimsical vibe. I like, like, I know, you know this I was
1: whole, like circus music. Like, like,
2: you know? <laughs> oh, he's a bank robber. Like, it's got that vibe throughout the whole thing. So then I think, well, maybe it's just doing that one because nobody got hurt. He was just robbing banks, you know? So then I go and watch the DC Sniper one. It's the same shit. How many people were killed? Eleven or thirteen or something like, like that. Like
1: eleven, th- yeah. Yeah,
2: and it's just like bop, 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 bop. He's the DC-
1: <laughs> And the theme music, like the Yes, <laughs> oh, that's
2: right. <laughs> it cracks me up. Oh, it was unfucking believable. <laughs> so I don't think I can watch too much more of that. Just. <laughs> The disrespect That's is okay. out of control. Unless I can't watch the ones that are serious. I like, go, oh, people are like murdered. How can you put whimsy on murder? I, I know. know. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're putting whimsy on murder. He shot and killed 10 innocent people and severely wounded three.
1: What is it on the, the learning channel? Was that the network?
2: TLC? Oh, I fucking I hope not.
1: Well, that makes me think of Natasha Leggero's bit about how the I thought that I didn't know I was pregnant is on The Learning oh. Channel. Oh,
2: right, right, right. <laughs> that makes sense. I've never seen that show, but I can see that fitting in with this, with this show. Hot totally.
1: Dog. Hi, Simone. Hi, Stephanie. This is Micah. I told a story the other day um, on here where I said uh, the girl in my story was
0: fat. And now I feel really bad about it. I mean, I'm
1: kind of fat. There's nothing wrong with being fat. Um, and, um, it wasn't really nice of me. And I hope you don't play my story on your podcast.
0: <laughs> um, people say I'm fat at work, they, point, poke, <laughs> they poke me in the stomach. I have to tell my boss that I didn't that this guy keeps poking me in the stomach
1: Emily lost all her baby weight she looks great I look like hammered shit every day
2: well thank you thank you Micah thank you for your call I'm sorry but You call, your call is already in episode 47, so you missed (laughs) missed the boat. Um, I'm curious. I'm getting mixed messages from his call. One minute he's saying it's okay to be fat. The next minute he's saying he looks like hammered shit. Which is it, Micah? I don't know what to believe. (laughs) Would you poke someone in the belly for being fat like your claiming happens to you at work? I'm fascinated. Please, please tell us more. But uh, yeah, that's...
1: I just want to hear more about this conversation he had with his boss when he had to tattle on his
2: co-worker. I know! <laughs> How did that go? I know. It's like, you go to his boss, is it an HR issue? What grounds it? It's not sexual harassment. What, what kind of harassment is that? It's got to be
1: something.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's horrible.
1: I don't mean to laugh because that's like really, oh, really Oh, he meant mean for us to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but he did. But I still, I feel sad for Micah that, that someone's doing that to him. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, and and yet, Micah, you're hilarious, and that's the moral of the story. So. I know.
2: now I don't know if I'll be able to meet him without not wanting to like poke my stomach, my finger into his belly. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking for it. Such Micah, when can
1: we meet you? Yeah,
2: you just see me coming at you with my finger pointing out, and running at you in that direction.
1: And this is listener incentive for a get together.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, because we don't
1: normally <laughs> don't put be shy around we those, don't those just guys. Just shake
2: hands. Hug if we're really getting along. I'm not good Don't be shy him. like this Sam. One off.
1: Also, I want to know if Micah needs us to harass this coworker for him. Like, is there anything we can do yeah. to, to maybe get him back? And what are you doing to get him back? Because I yeah. can't imagine you're just letting this Something needs to How is the
2: boss handling this? I'm, and he said keeps yeah. having to tell the boss. So it's like the guy keeps doing it. I love this. Now, listener, if you would like to be part of the Dong conversation please call the Dong Line at 323 301 Dong. And if you do leave a message and decide to retract it, by all means, we're happy to do that. But I edit on a Monday or a Tuesday. So after that, if you haven't let it be known, you are a shit out of luck. So sorry, Mike, you left this way too long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you missed the statute of limitations. You cannot totally did. anymore.
2: Now, you had another Bill Learned story for us
1: yes my friend bill, bill. previously bill
2: learned had had surprise surgery which was a fabulous story yes. what have you got for us today
1: Ah, oh, scratching my shoulder real quick okay oh. <laughs> um okay bill learned is the guy to recap real quick he's the guy in his 60s um from san francisco friend of mine who's still totally sexy and he kind of looks like richard Gere, and he's crazy and hilarious so um, that's all you really need to know. He tells me amazing stories. So I emailed him the other day saying, I want to read another of your stories for my friends on Dongtini. And he, so he sent me this. I would hate to repeat a story, but have I told you uh, the kind of recent one about cops busting into my salon looking for me as I was getting my haircut? If you've heard that one, have I told you about the cripple who thought I was his paratransit ride? <laughs> no, wait, I've got a New York story that is more observation than participation. New New York was a mind-blower, by the way. The inhabitants live on a different plane. Anyway, I was there in May, and there was this great dive bar across the street from my hotel called Nancy Whiskey. I went there almost every night, even if I'd been somewhere else as well. The little kitchen in back cranked out good food and reasonably priced. I met some crazy people there. A Swedish couple and their friend Peter, who was probably a serial killer. He confessed that he enjoyed spanking women until they bled. The Swedish wife wanted me and made no bones about it, holding both my hands in hers and beaming at me with that unmistakable Bombay Sapphire-induced look of raw naked lust. (laughs) Obviously, her vision was impaired. I saw her clearly enough, enough to know that yes, I would if Eric, her husband, wasn't around. Poor Eric was more embarrassed than jealous. They were all really nice people, and I regret having to kill them. One night, I told myself, No Nancy whiskey. Find a more upscale place. So I ambled into the New York night until I found the Tribeca Lounge. I fully expected to see Robert De Niro cozying up to Tina Fey, or at least Chelsea Handler with a couple of rented lesbians. <laughs> in any case, I slid up to the bar and immediately was engaged in conversation with this guy, Johnny, who ran a bakery nearby. He was knowledgeable and entertaining, and knew the bartender, Debbie, who started buying us shots, and then she was doing shots. The, the Johnny's friend, Chris, showed up and was on a deadline, so he could only drink beer, but the rest of us were doing beers and shots. Everything was going swimmingly. I was enveloped in this warm feeling like, New York is such a great place. People are so full of life. When suddenly, Johnny's face contorted with rage. He bolted up off his stool and shouts to some guy on the other side of the bar, What do you expect, you stupid fuck? You're in a fucking bar! (laughs) Apparently, the ten shots of JD had led to superhuman hearing, and Johnny heard this guy a hundred feet away complaining about the line for the bathroom. Johnny wasn't done, either. He called the guy a piece of shit and a whining asshole and told him that he was going to kick his ass. Bladder boy, the recipient of these epithets, responded in kind, saying he was going to wipe the bar with Johnny's battered body when he got out of the bathroom. He <laughs> looked like he might be able to do it, too. I was starting to fear for my safety, as Johnny had obviously gone berserk, so I was very relieved when he decided to get proactive and pull his newfound enemy out of the bathroom. Normally, I would stick around for a good bar fight, but the possibility of either getting killed by Johnny or Johnny wanting me to back him up caused me to stagger out into the cool, quiet New York night and through the weather door of Nancy Whiskey.
2: <laughs> Very nice. Wow.
1: <laughs> Yay, yeah, Bill.
2: That's a great story from Bill Leonard. Thank you. He's a gem. Well, I have a little uh, a little piece of gold from... Uh, it's just a quick one from, uh, mm-hmm. from my dear friend Danny Kaye in, uh, oh. in Melbourne. But he told me this when I was visiting the other day. But this woman he works with, she has a lisp. And she's just had a child... And she is uh, is naming the child Silas Jessup.
1: Oh dear.
2: So she's saying she <laughs> Silas Jessup. Silas Jessup. That's how she's saying
1: it. Silas Jessup.
2: Wow. Why would you put so many S's in your kid's fucking name if you can't even say them? Oh.
1: You know what's so funny is that um, my friend Cote, her husband has a lisp, but I've I've never noticed it, but he says that all the men in his family have this, like, really slight lisp that they really had to overcome. It's some congenital mouth thing. So she, he, like, didn't want his, she wanted to name her son Santiago, because that's where she's from in Chile. Right. and he's like no let's not give him an s name because he's probably going to have this list so that's yeah. foresight you know like yeah, that's exactly. good planning <laughs> exactly. but silas Deathup is is wow
2: i know that's I know. crazy and that's what wonder if he won't even learn how to say his name properly because i will just be hearing him mispronounce it all the time you know so it's weird and also this kind of reminds me of when i was a kid there was a, a girl in our school with down syndrome and her name was Sassica and it just kind of sounded like because we used to say spastic then for, uh, oh, dear. kids with down syndrome so it just sounded so much like spastic but it was sassica so oh, it's, it's always wow. strange when these people have these, these, these problems and then they kind of like ignoring it and just kind of almost like you know drawing more attention to it with their name choices you know
1: yeah they might be trying to be normal really hard like let's, let's keep this normal as we would if everything was you know but
2: there are 26 letters in the alphabet <laughs> normal to go with an r or a t you know you you have choices you know what
1: name i like bob (laughs) it would be great to name a little baby boy bob
2: bob yeah you can have that
1: um um so we got um a really impassioned response from listener zach to um our invitation to dialogue more about how he said simone is so fucking cynical um so he sent really long email a couple of them actually and um a 10 minute long um mp3 file explaining himself and yeah, we we we
2: we invite him to a dialogue, and I think I was open to talking about it more. But you know, within the context of our show, we kind of just go boom, 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 and we move on to different things. And you know, I, I don't think we usually talk about one thing for longer than fifteen minutes. Usually, like that's usually pushing it for us. So he yeah. his, his his audio response. I told him the voicemail cuts off after three minutes, and so he made a ten minute audio response. And it was definitely a reasonable. It was more stuff to talk about in it. But yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just sort of not not the style of our show to just dragged this thing on for so long it's not that we don't want to talk about it. i'm happy to talk about it in, per- in private but yeah it's i mean i'm not ashamed to talk about, about it in public it's just going to be a whole new show if we did that so yeah i think that's why we, we, we're not going to really revisit it but we might bring up some points it might come in, come up in conversation but yeah i don't think we really want to you know take our show in that direction what do you think
1: um yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm happy to, i'm happy to talk about it if it can be in in bite-sized chunks like yeah because that that's only that's just what we've got to work with so because no, it was an interesting topic
2: um, and he made some w- when he was clearer. yeah because the thing that got him started in the first place the reason he thought i was being so fucking cynical was because in episode 45 i think it was i had said uh you talked about miniature horses and i had talked i had said oh my god i was freaking out i wanted to miniature horses of service animals so badly and i said fuck labradors i want a miniature horse and he thought i really hated um labradors which i think is insane because you know would hate a labrador you know i just thought it was ridiculous but anyway but he he thought that i really hated labradors and i guess wanted to to find out more about that but he didn't mention that so we didn't mention that so it kind of got out of hand but i mean you really can't go through like explaining yourself about everything you say on these things you know because i mean fuck everything's open for interpretation but you know it's okay if you have a question throw it to the voicemail and 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 we'll answer it but yeah these things can't drag on forever we're gonna move on look at the positive Cool, well, I think uh, I'll wrap it up with uh, this reading from this uh, Boise newspaper. And uh, I guess, you know, you have your, your entertainment listings of what's coming to town. So it says Nickelback, June 13th, Idaho Center. You could spend $45 to see Nickelback this week. Or you could buy 45 hammers from the dollar store, hang them from the ceiling at eye level and spend an evening banging the demons out of your dome. $45 $45 would also buy you a lot of pickles, which have more fans on Facebook than the band. It would also buy you an introduction to a rock guitar video course that would allow you to surpass the band skill level in five hours or less. Oh, my God. $45 is also enough to see Men in Black 3, five times. Buy a dozen Big Macs, do 10 loads of laundry, or so many other experiences as banal and meaningless as seeing Nickelback, but that come without having to actually hear Nickelback. But if you must, the band is playing the Idaho Center on Wednesday, June thirteenth at six p.m. Tickets start at forty-five dollars. Josh Grove.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I love That's, Josh Grove.
2: is the best listing ever. So thank you for that. By far. So uh, on that note, uh, I guess we'll wrap things up. And before we finish, I just want to say a big thank you to J.P. Hassan, who had been doing our intros for most of our most of our time, but. He's moving on. He's starting his own business and doing bigger things. So uh, so we've had to find a replacement, which is Ben. So thank you, Ben. We're very excited to have you on board. And thank you, JP. We loved your work. So, yes, yeah, I'm uh, with you,
1: JP. Love you. Hi, Ben
2: hi Ben Ben. (laughs) so yeah so that wraps it up Uh, please uh, visit dongtini.com for any supplementary material for this episode and also write us an iTunes review for fuck's sake and uh, that helps us go up in the ratings and also check out we're on feralaudio.com so definitely check that out for us and uh, and other other great podcasts also in that collective so uh, until next time bye Stephanie
1: bye Simone bye
0: you do if you see the money Searching the forest and the haze next to. If you see something shooting out across the stars, if you see a rocket ship on its way to Mars, baby, it'll be me. Yeah, I'll be looking for you. Yeah, I'll be looking for you. I'll be looking for.
2: with feral Audio.com, An artist-friendly podcast collective. This artist reserves the rights to their
1: materials. Visit feralaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.